Today on CityCast Boise, summer travel is almost here and just in time. Our airport says they're hoping to expand their flight options to some long-awaited routes. Boise-based NPR reporter Kirk Sigler joins me, and we get into our BOI airport loves and gripes. Plus, we share our destination wish lists. It's Tuesday, May 16th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Kirk. Hello, Emma. Welcome to CityCast Boise. Thanks for being here. Sure thing. Well, we'll get into some specifics here, but overall, what is your take on the Boise airport? Um, I don't know if this would be controversial, but I kind of love the Boise Airport. Same. I didn't know what you're going to say, but I actually also <laughs> really love the Boise Airport. And as a national desk correspondent for NPR who lives in Boise, how often are you flying in and out of the airport every month? On a good month, I'd say twice. Maybe even on a better month, I'd say three or four times. I do kind of like to fly. My coworkers know that I like to nerd out and talk about airline travel and airports, and I could go on and on. It's also kind of like a great distraction from a lot of the stuff we're covering. So I just focus on air travel and and the craziness around airports. And this airport here is like not crazy at all. I can make it um, sometimes in 13 minutes or less when I call an Uber from the jetway to get out to the street to get home north of downtown in like 13 minutes. That's my best. That's your record? Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, (laughs) but usually it's like 18 minutes. What about leaving town? When breaking news happens, I imagine the time it takes to get from your house to the gate is pretty crucial. What's your fastest time you've ever gotten like to from home to your gate, just like on the plane? Well, here's the thing. It's actually kind of not as easy to immediately get out of Boise, especially in the middle of the night uh, during a breaking news event. So in some sense, I've been like second or third wave of breaking news events because I'm no longer based at LAX where there's constant flights constantly. But I think I can get there eh, 20 minutes. Sometimes if like the Uber uh, is like taking too long or you get that dreaded like dropping off a person nearby, then I start to get a little nervous and I have been known to drive a few times. To get from my house and through the gate, honestly, it's like tops 21 minutes, you know, but it's usually like, because I can get there and you you can just like kind of walk through security a lot of times if you're, if you're hitting like the right time. It can be really, really fast. Except those random like weekend mornings sometimes, yeah. even the pre-check line. And then they, they now have clear which is sort of a rant of mine because Clear just cuts the pre-check line. Like Clear doesn't have its own agents. They just sort of cut in front of all the pre-check people and use the U.S. government to more quickly get uh, their passengers in front of all of us. But generally speaking, it can only take like a few minutes. Well, let's talk airport hacks. You said, I'm assuming you have TSA pre-check, which is a big one. I also have that. Uh, I don't mess with Clear also. I'm a a woman of the people, and I'm not messing around with Clear, I've decided. Like you said, it's line hopping. It's cheating. I don't care for it. Yeah, I mean, I sort of think the whole Boise airport is kind of a hack because it's just so convenient. And I understand they're expanding it, and that actually makes me 
could be controversial, like a little nervous because it seems like it's just such a great size. Although I will say that some mornings it's just too crowded and, you know, there are too many flights taking off at once. But I don't know that I really have a hack other than the airport itself. You can really be really flexible when the airport is so generally efficient and also not that big. Like there's never really any traffic trying to get into it. My frame of reference uh, for the previous seven to eight years since I moved to Boise is LAX. I had to fly out of LAX like once a week. But it's um, it's kind of just amazing just to generally be able to use this airport. Yeah, it's it's super quick. What about parking? It's been an issue for a long time that there's not enough parking there and they're adding more garages. Like you said, you sometimes have to park. Yeah. Is it a pain to park at the airport? Okay, so I travel so much that it, sometimes it becomes uh, sort of my own game to see how close I can cut it to get to the flights. <laughs> we are different people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. There's two types of people in this world. The person who's okay with getting to the airport 30 minutes in advance, and then there's the person who gets there two hours in advance, even to the Boise airport. Um, I can see both sides, but I'm, I'm the uh, former but I, I was doing that because I got in the habit of being able to like, I even had a parking spot that no one ever bothered to drive all the way around the garage to the exterior of that lot by the passenger pickup. until so one fateful day, like uh, 35 minutes before my flight, I got to the airport and realized that the parking garage and structure were totally under construction and you had to take a shuttle from a lot. Yeah. It's now a dreaded lot. <laughs> but I, I actually drove over there really fast and was like, you're probably going to miss your flight. And so I actually drove over to the lot and called an Uber while I was driving to the lot. <laughs> so, and then I made my flight. That's a good hack. That's a good one. I probably could have uh, gotten on the parking shuttle, but you just never know with parking shuttles. They, they really give me like anxiety as do rental car shuttles when the rental oh gosh, car centers, yeah. right? When the rental car center is off site. I don't rent a car obviously in <laughs> Boise anymore when I land, but when I used to come here for work, it was also one of my favorite airports because the rental cars were on site. That is yeah. the sign of a good airport. One time I landed in, uh, I did a festival in Nebraska and I landed and they were like, okay, I rent, had rented a car and they're like, we're taking you to your to your uh, rental car place on this shuttle. And we were driving through the woods for so long. And I was like, oh, I die in Nebraska. Yeah, that's great. That's spent. I just get on a van like, OK, this is probably right. <laughs> I feel like the Omaha airport, the rental car center is technically in Iowa, so to speak, because it's like, right. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> technically, if not literally, because it is sort of right there. But you're like, OK, we actually have to go to Iowa to get your car. We have to get it to another state. Yeah. And it's always those uh, airports that are like, pretty small. The Sacramento airport comes to mind. You're like, why are we getting on a shuttle? You couldn't have put the rental car center right by the terminal. Anyway, Boise is great that way. And so I, I really hope for other people who don't have the fortune of living here, who have to come in here for work for their sake as they redesign that airport, I sure hope the rental car uh, center remains on site. And I know I'm not supposed to be saying opinionated things as a reporter, but there you have it. There it is. Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> well, here's this. Here's a scenario for you. Okay, you're headed out for a morning flight. You get there with time to spare, and uh, which apparently is a very rare thing for you. <laughs> yeah. But you're, <laughs> but you're very hungry. Where do you go at the Boise Airport? Where are you getting grabbing some breakfast and maybe a coffee? Mm, I know not to, but uh, I I do know that I think if you go to the is it the bagel shop the chain bagel place, like mm -hmm. right after you 
clear security. But you can smell from the parking lot. <laughs> right. Charred, <laughs> charbroiled bagels. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or I feel like you can also in the morning smell smash burger, which is just you can. Big, ugh. Yeah, that's my my only real complaint about the Boise airport is uh, that there it always smells like no matter the time of day or night burgers and burnt bagels always. Yeah, it kind of smells. the Yeah, right. I think you've struck on something. The Boise airport smells like smash burger. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's like a, a bunch of coffee urns out in front of Einstein. And if you're in a rush, they do have like an honor, or at least they did have an honor system. And you can throw like a couple bucks in there and get yourself coffee. Oh, nice. That's like a quaint small town airport thing, right? Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's pretty sweet. I'm kind of uh, entrenched in not buying airport food whenever possible. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I don't typically eat at the Boise airport. There's usually a giant line at the coffee shop, the one coffee shop there that makes it so it's not exactly worth waiting for. But uh, what about, okay, you get, let's, let's say you get there early and what do you do? How do you kill time before you board? I know some people walk, you know, some people get some exercise in. What about you? Well, one time recently, because I never win anything and I won a um, raffle for a $50 card, uh, like gift card to Bardenay. And I remember that there was one in the airport. So I went up there to like get a beer and they're like, oh yeah, this is a special contractor. We don't actually take that gift card. So I think I spent like $11 on a pint. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, not to dodge your question, but I kind of don't really, because the airport is so convenient and I live relatively close, I kind of have it down to a science where I don't really have to spend much time, if any. If I do, uh, and I'm not buying an $11 beer, I go into one of those bookshops and see if I can do the 50% off. Um, You can like buy a paperback and there's usually like three or four actually good paperbacks and then you can return them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's quite a little hack. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And NPR news you can use. And actually you can do it at other certain airport uh, uh, newsstands across the country, but you can definitely do it at the Boise airport because I've done it. That's again, uh, Honor coffee and a book you can return. That's <laughs> yeah. very sweet. Small town airport. Yeah. Well, we've been mostly talking about what we love about the airport, but obviously it's not perfect. What's your least favorite part other than the meat smell? <laughs> um, I think it's less to do with the Boise airport and more just to do with uh, the airlines and the state of air travel today in the sense that these smaller regional airports are being disproportionately hit, uh, hit by fewer flights. And so uh, back in the before times, and even to some extent during the pandemic, I would frequently need to go to our West Coast Bureau in LA. And there used to be two to three daily, you know, sort of uh, basically puddle jumper or desert jumper (laughs) flights uh, on Delta and also Alaska. And now there's like one and it's at like 5.45 p.m. And it's packed to the gills. And it's super duper expensive because there's still like the same demand for these routes, but there's like a third of the flights. But that's my one kind of beef right now with being where we are. But it's less to do with the Boise Airport and more to do with the airlines. Yeah, that's that would be my big complaint, too, is uh, I used to tell people that this was the perfect town to tour out of because the airport's super quick, super fast, tons of flights, everything was real cheap. And that is just not true anymore. It's gotten kind of harder and harder. 
Um, any anywhere you wish it went, like you know that it doesn't go, that there are no flights to. Oh uh, well, I'm kind of uh, getting tired of flying backwards to go forwards, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is to say, flying to Seattle to fly east. Um, mm-hmm. Some of us reporters who have to travel a lot, and it sounds like you, of course, travel a lot too. You sort of, um, I'm a big proponent of uh, picking an airline and sticking with it and staying loyal to it because then they make it a lot easier for us to travel in the sense that you get upgraded a little bit easier and they just treat you better, which is another comment on the perhaps sorry state of the airlines that that's the only way you get treated okay these days. Um, But I wish there were more uh, nonstop flights on airlines such as Delta. There just aren't really any easy ways to get to the East Coast, which is kind of uh, direct, which is kind of puzzling to me because Boise is one of the fastest growing cities in the nation and has a big booming economy in part because of its proximity to California and other states. But uh, you'd think that they would have more uh, flights heading east uh, and that we wouldn't have to fly west to head east so much. But maybe that's a thing because like West Coast, best coast, I think East Coast, least coast. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of flying that's to the East Coast anyway. Your opinion, so, yeah, right? okay. yeah, yeah. There's another opinionated comment. <laughs> well, um, as long as we're getting into opinions, let's let's talk other airports. Let's name names. Uh, how would you rank it? Like, what's let's say top to bottom favorite airports, and is where is Boise in that? Ooh, I just feel like I have least favorite airports. So uh, <laughs> okay, do it. Boise is my uh, best least favorite airport. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, I just was at DIA, and Denver is enormous and completely near absolutely nothing. Yeah, middle of nowhere. Yeah, and so Denver is a close second and toss-up to me with Atlanta. <laughs> like, I'd rather fly out of LAX than most of these airports, if that tells you anything. Atlanta is brutal. Atlanta, Denver I always enjoy because you're like, well, if there is an apocalypse, do we come here? It has a very post-apocalypse survival vibe. Like, we could live for a long time there. And you're familiar with the conspiracy theories about the airport, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that there's um, a whole situation under there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like the other day I was in gate C3080 or whatever, and like it wasn't the, – the airport is constantly under construction. And then there was a – like when I finally got to the end of this terminal where my gate was for the Boise gate, uh, there was like some open space in the terminal and you could play cornhole. So my thinking is if your airport is big enough to include a cornhole playing area, like you're too big. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a small city at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was there a pedal pub? You're a proper city once you have a pedal pub for everybody. Uh, oh, right, at, so. right. Well, there wasn't like one of those, <laughs> you mean like the things that's dry, uh, uh like the everybody's singing Taylor Swift and like drinking beer and it's exactly. riding. That's a good idea. They should. That's probably coming next. The airport pedal pub. I've just invented something. Mine goes. Uh, I love the Minneapolis airport. Love it. See, I have favorites. Uh, I love it. I think it's a, a lovely airport. You can you can walk around. You can get some food. You can nap. It's it's pretty gigantic. Uh, and then Portland has a very nice airport. There's a piano. There's often live music. You know, like I love the Portland airport. Um, and then Boise. Boise is my it's, it's in my top three, but it's not my top two. Yeah, if we're just talking domestically, I'd put Seattle pretty high up there. I like Seattle. Uh, Seattle's a nice. Yeah, airport. yeah. And PDX, you're right. You used to be able to. I haven't been there recently, but you used to be able to like shop for local craft beer and wine uh, right in the airport. And coffee there. Yeah. and candy yeah. and yeah. yeah, they had all sorts of and great stuff there. Why even go into the city? You can just spend the entire weekend in the airport. 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling us your shocking airport opinions <laughs> and safe travels out there. Thanks for the invite. And if you've been to the airport recently and wondered what all the construction's about, they're building two new parking garages, one for the public and another for employees. The public parking garage will have five levels with 1,150 stalls. When the construction is complete on the new garages, the Boise Airport plans to start work on a new concourse. According to KTVB, the new concourse will have three gates with the option to expand to up to 12 and is expected to be complete in 2026. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.